With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, look, guys. One Just for once, we are following up on something we say we're going to do and doing it quickly. <laughs> Welcome to episode 253 of the Professional Book Nerds podcast, presented by Overdrive. This is Jill. Hi, Adam. Hello. How's it going? Good. How are you? Good. Our office is very fancy today. Okay, so I was walking in with our coworker, Patty, and she's like, it looks like a wedding. I said, I know. And I thought we could have gotten married here at the Overdrive <laughs> offices. You guys could have gotten married. Congratulations, by the way. You brought up your frequent discussion thing before I brought up my frequent discussion <laughs> thing in my house. <laughs> <laughs> Must be the first. Um, yeah, no, our off- it does look like a wedding. We're uh, at the Overdrive offices. We're doing this really cool event with the American Library Association and members of Congress and all sorts of past and present PLA and ALA presidents. And there's going to be speeches and everyone is dressed all nice today. And it does. When you walk into our like atrium, <laughs> there's this stage and there. It literally does look like someone's going to get married. The ALA is going to get married to the PLA today and form one super LA. It's going to be you great. Go. <laughs> one mega library association. Um, that's not what we're doing today. We're not having a mar- um, we're not we're not having a no surprise Jill's wedding. We are not having a surprise Jill's wedding. Uh, do you want to tell people what we are doing today? Sh- sure. So in our August books episode a week ago, um, you and I both had anthologies, mm-hmm. and we thought it would be fun to do a. In the episode, we were talking about, like, we should do a YA anthology episode. Yeah. And now we are. So, yeah. I There's a bunch, and a lot of them are recent or, like, mm-hmm. about to be released. So It uh, is. Yeah, it's definitely a trend right now for young adult anthologies. And so anthologies are collections of stories or essays. So I have both fiction and nonfiction on mine um, from multiple authors that are kind of put together into one book centered around some kind of theme or genre or... Yeah, one thing I've noticed, all the ones I have at least, are very diverse authors, which yes. tends to happen, which is great. Um, and I was thinking about this. You might be wondering, like, why are they just doing YA anthologies, not regular regular anthologies? And the more I thought about it, one, because like you said, we both had one on the August episode. But two, I was thinking about this. And anthologies and short stories are a really great way to get reluctant readers to engage with content because you're not asking a 10 or 11 or 12 year old boy or girl to read a whole book you're just saying like hey give this 20 page story a try and it can really open up their eyes so plus these various anthologies that are really diverse give you the ability in a, a short amount of time to see all sorts of different cool sp- perspectives and and uh, views on, on life and the way that different people see things and, and interact with things so um, yeah I've gotten really into short stories and anthologies lately so this feels timely for my TBR list, at least. So, um, is that you looked like you were going to say something? No, no, I think that's good. Okay, cool. Um, I have five, you have six, so I'll let you go first. Okay. Uh, um, so we can just sort of dive right in. So, my first one is A Tyranny of Petticoats 15 Stories of Bells, Bank Robbers, and Other Badass Girls. 
Such a good name. Edited by Jessica Spotswood. Crisscross America on dog sleds and ships, stagecoaches and trains from pirate ships off the coast of the Carolinas to the peace, love and protests of 1960s Chicago. Join 15 of today's most talented writers of young adult literature on a thrill ride through history with American girls charting their own course. They were monsters and mediums, bodyguards and barkeeps, screenwriters and school teachers, heiresses and hobos. Man, that's like the best description of everything ever. It's really good. Um, They're making their own way in often hostile lands, using every weapon in their arsenals, facing down murderers and marriage proposals. (laughs) (laughs) And they all have a story to tell. (laughs) Uh, I just love everything about that description. Uh Uh-huh. Everything about that description. Um, So... Some, uh, I mean, Marie Lou has a story in here. If yeah. that's not enough for you, love her. To, um, <laughs> right? Yeah. And um, let's see. Um, Sandra Mitchell, who I know his name has shown up in a couple of the different things I have, mm-hmm. or is one of the editors. So it's a yeah, it's a good collection of um. S- something else that you, just you bringing up some of the people that are in there just kind of made me think as well. Another great thing about anthologies. They introduce you to authors that you might not have been aware of ahead of time. So like the one I'm going to talk about now is called Fresh Ink. And when you look at the cover, which is beautiful, by the way, um, names that might jump out of you are like Melissa De La Cruz, Jason Reynolds, and Nicole Yoon, very well-known authors. But then there's a lot of other authors in here you may not have heard of. And so by reading all of them, you get these short stories that connect you to the way that they write, and then you might want to go check out their, their full-length books. Which I imagine from a publisher and author standpoint, that's probably why they're a part of these anthologies. Probably. Um, So Fresh Ink was actually sent to me by the publisher, and it's put together by Lamar Giles, who is one of the co-founders of the We Need Diverse Books movement, which is awesome. And so as you can probably imagine, it's a series of stories about diverse young people kind of coming up in the world. So there are stories about like gentrification and there are things about people coming out and untimely deaths and how to handle them. And there's there's some short stories in here that are just so powerful. Um, there is one, I want to make sure I remember who wrote it because it like took my breath away. Um, it was by Sarah, I think it's Farzan, that's how you say her last name. And it's about these two Middle Eastern, uh, well, this one Middle Eastern girl and her girlfriend and the Middle Eastern girl learning to cook from her grandmother because she wanted to impress her girlfriend, and then she brings her girlfriend over to her grandmother and is really worried that her uh, Middle Eastern, very you know, older grandmother isn't going to be accepting, and her grandmother is super accepting, like right away of the whole thing. And it's like I, it, it was like it's like a twenty-page story, and I was like mm-hmm. sobbing at the end of it. So it's really cool. It's really powerful. And I mean, there's stories about people from. A Native American background dealing with li- being in a all-white school off of the reservation and just there's so much stuff in here that's amazing and if you see the cover of Fresh Ink you're going to want to feature it prominently on your book your bookshelf if you oh, purchase yeah. it so it was very obviously love you books I was very glad they sent me a physical copy of this because it's beautiful so that's Fresh Ink all right my next one um is Slasher Girls and Monster Boys which I know you had had on your list before I want to hear it. So I learned how to say her last name, but do you want to try and say it? Oh, I'm okay. I'm guessing it's April Genevieve. T- 
Tuchulk? I think it's Tuchulki. It's been a few months since I spoke with her now. But yeah, go ahead and tell people what it's about, and then I'll talk about how great April is. I'm just going to read the um, description, the comparisons for fans of thing, because Mm -hmm. I think this pretty much sums up everything I needed to know. For fans of Stephen King, Neil Gaiman, American Horror Story, and The Walking Dead, comes a powerhouse anthology featuring some of the best thriller and horror writers in YA. Yeah, so April has a new book coming out that we discuss. uh, I believe it's coming out in October. Let me see if I can find that really quickly. April doing real-time searching here. Uh, But her new book is sort of like a modern-day, like, Grendel. Um, It's called Boneless Mercies, and it comes out in October. Yeah, October 2nd. Sorry. Really terrible podcasting. Um, But because of that, I I interviewed her at Book Expo America, and I, of course, asked her about this book because it's so so good and so creepy. And it was actually a cool conversation. I'm excited for you guys to hear it because I I discussed with her how you go about creating an anthology. So, you know, normally... From a book writing standpoint, you know this better than I do. Like you, you write the content as the author, but then you have an editor and you have people that, you know, it's one story that other people are helping you put together. But like April kind of curated this collection. So I was like, how does that work? Do you just trust authors or do you give them an idea? So it's a, it was a cool conversation. Um, but yeah, this is very, very timely. It was a good time with my addiction to... <laughs> Two horror books right now. And again, there's some there's some good names in here. We got Lee Bardugo. We got Marie Lou again. Gosh, she's on it, man. That Marie Lou. Yeah. Uh, April has a story in here, I think. Um, I think she. Yeah, I believe she wrote one. So. Really? Cat Winters. There's yeah. Cat. Oh, love Cat. Cat's a big. Fa- she's she's got lots of fans here. She does. Um, Andrea, who's frequent episode attendee. <laughs> Andrea loves Cat Winters. Uh. Yeah. Yeah, slasher girls and monster boys. Uh, speaking of friend of friends of the show, like Lee Bardugo, Marie um, Niekamp has one coming out called Unbroken. It's thirteen stories starring disabled teens. Uh, Marie is very, very vocal on social media and just in her everyday life about the importance of uh, equality, not just for people from different diverse cultural backgrounds, but people who are you know have a disability or are dealing with something that people generally might stereotype as a negative connotation so uh, it explores disability in fictional tales told from the viewpoint of disabled characters written by disabled creators so everyone who is an author in this has some sort of uh, disability as well that they have you know overcome and, and deal with on a daily basis so um, it could be something that's physical. It could be something that's mental. Uh, it sounds really, really powerful. And if you follow her on social media, you'll see that it's already gotten a ton of buzz. So we're both very excited for this. Oh, yeah, for sure. Might have to come bring her back on just to talk about this. Yeah. So. Uh, my next one is called All Out, the no longer secret stories of queer teens throughout the ages. And it's edited by Sandra Mitchell. 17 of the best young adult authors across the queer spectrum have come together to create a collection of beautifully written, diverse historical fiction for teens. From a retelling of Little Red Riding Hood set in war-torn 1870s in Mexico featuring a transgender soldier, to two girls falling in love while mourning the death of Kurt Cobain, forbidden love in a 16th century Spanish convent, or an asexual girl 
discovering her identity amid the 1970s roller disco scene. All Out tells a diverse range of stories across cultures, time periods, and identities, shedding light on an area of history often ignored or forgotten. I can't believe we waited 253 episodes to talk about anthology like Me this. Me too. Because I'm Agreed. just like listening to all the different stories that you just described in that one book alone. I'm like, God, that's all sound wonderful. <laughs> right. And I think that's, you know, what you were saying in the intro about how for teens who this, you know, this particular, you know, like when you read a book, there's regardless of if it's about queer teens or whatever, it's one narrative and one point of view and one experience about Uh that generally speaking with anthologies like this you know this really is across the spectrum of different experiences Uh for queer teens that can kind of educate them or make them feel not so alone or expose them to new ideas that they maybe aren't familiar with it also provides like it it's a nice way of breaking certain stereotypes like when you read a story about like i was talking about in fresh ink like when you read a story about a native american person growing up it's like you probably feel like there's a stereotype like oh they live on a reservation and like that's just they're they're stuck in time like that but the that particular story has one person who's proud of his native american heritage and then there's another main character in the story who's very much not and she's trying to hide the fact that she's native american it's like you not only learn about different cultures when you're reading these anthologies but you read about how these cultures see themselves and, and you realize like they're not they're, all the, just because someone looks different from you doesn't mean that they're like a, a one note person exactly yeah but, okay sorry i feel like we're accidentally going to get preachy in between every book conversation every book we talk about um my next one is meet cute by jennifer uh armantrout i believe is how you say her last name so this is a young adult romance and much like the other ones we were talking about it features a whole bunch of different variations of young adult romances but the entire crux of the anthology is whether or not you believe in fate or luck or love at first sight every romance has to has to start somewhere and that's called the meet cute uh every author who has a love story in their book or every show or movie you've ever seen that has a love story of some kind there is a meet cute in it and that's what it's called in the biz so uh same thing there are pieces in here about two bay area girls meeting up via a cranky customer service tweet incredible uh there is nicole yoon's imaginative take on breakups and makeups uh there's a futuristic flirting there's a riveting transgender heroine there's a subway misconnection moment like there's just all these different little experiences that people might go through um it's not it's this one i haven't read yet but i'm going to it just sounds really wonderful and again another really really fun cover on meet cute so this one is called don't call me crazy 33 voices start the conversation about mental health and it's edited by kelly jensen who is an editor and writer over at book riot and um this is sort of you know about having mental health issues um, and what does it mean to be crazy is using the word crazy offensive what is interesting about this is that it's not just writers it is 33 writers athletes and artists offer essays lists comics and illustrations that explore their personal experiences with mental illness included on the list are authors like uh, Libba Bray and V.E. Schwab Nancy Kerrigan's on here 
God. So I think it's, you know, I like that it's not just writers writing about it, but people across like a whole spectrum of activities and um, interests and jobs sort of like high profile people Mm -hmm. who are saying like this is something I've struggled with. And this comes out, I believe, in October. um, And I, for one, am really excited about this one. So I didn't do this on purpose, but my next one is also nonfiction about mental health, which is like good timing. Um, it's called Life Inside My Mind. 31 authors share their personal struggles. Um, so same thing. This deals with a variety of mental illness situations, um, ADD, PTSD. Uh, it talks all about neurodiversity, addiction, OCD, PTSD, and, and a whole lot more. Uh, and they say that the goal, the, the goals of this book range from providing home to those who are feeling alone, awareness to those who are witnessing a friend or family member struggle, and to open the floodgates to conversation. So kind of the same thing like you were just saying. It's, it helps people who not only are dealing with um, mental illness and, and trying to correct their mental health, and, and balance their lives, but also for other people who, you know, maybe there's a teenager who has a mother or father who has PTSD from being in a war or something like that and helping them come to grips with what that person's going through and um, and how they can help and how they can help manage those things as well. So, yeah, life inside my mind, it also sounds very powerful. My next one is called A Thousand Beginnings and Endings, um, edited by... Ellen O and uh, Elsie Chapman. So this is a reimagining of the folklore and mythology of East and South Asia. And it is compiled by um, Ellen O and Elsie Chapman, who are part of the We Need Diverse Books movement. Um, I feel like like that. Yeah, I this is I haven't had a chance to. This has been on my TBR list for. I feel a like this bit. would be a good Kristen book. Like I feel like our coworker Kristen would really like this book if she mm-hmm. hasn't read it already. Yeah, it it does sound spectacular. Um, yeah, I've also I also want to read that absolutely. Uh, my last one is one that I we literally just talked about a week ago. A week ago, so I'm not going to spend time on it. But this is what brought it up. Just reminding people in case they missed it. Toil and Trouble: Fifteen Tales of Women in Witchcraft by Tess Sharp and also Jessica Spotswood. Um, so they're the ones who put this together. <laughs> and again, it's just 15 tales written by women that deal with um, you know, girls embracing their power, reclaiming their destinies, and using their magic to create, to curse, to cure, and to kill. Uh, so I talked about it last week, but just seriously, guys, it's almost middle of August now. I can comfortably talk about fall things. It's a toil and trouble. <sighs> I'm already reading books about witches anyway, so you might as well get on my level. So, full stop. <laughs> my last book is called My True Love Gave to Me, 12 Holiday Stories, edited by Stephanie Perkins. You're even farther in the year than I am. All right, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to best describe this book as like, all of the Hallmark Christmas movies in one. It's not just yes. Christmas, though. It's not just Christmas. There's Hanukkah, Winter Solstice. Kwanzaa. The first one in the um, collection is by Rainbow Rowell, and it's about New Year's Eve, and it's oh my god, that's so adorable. Like this is like, it's so cute, you guys. It it is seriously all the Hallmark Christmas movies rolled into one. Here I was feeling guilty about relentlessly telling people to read things for Halloween time. Jill's over here with holiday specials. Look, it fits the theme of the episode, Adam. (laughs) 
just giving you a hard time. I listen. Speak. I haven't brought it up at all this episode, so I'll just say it. If we get to Christmas time, that means I'm living in my new house. So that's true. That's <laughs> true. There's some. Bi- I mean, there's some big powerhouses in this particular collection. Ellie Carter, um, Matt De La Pena, David Levithan, Rainbow Rowell, Stephanie Perkins, Lonnie Taylor, uh, Kirsten White. I mean, wait, who collected this one? Stephanie Perkins. Okay, she must have friends in high places to have. Well, all she's these an friends. author herself, and she has right, right. But yeah, she must have friends in high places to be like, hey, yeah. everyone of young adult, yeah, <laughs> literature, write us, write a cute little story about a holiday mm-hmm. season. So I actually had an idea for an anthology a few years back, and I actually talked to our friend Don Kurtagich about it. And I, since I'm thinking of horror things, I feel like every year this comes around, the last couple of years I've thought of it, I would love to create a series of stories. I'm just going to put this out in the world because, you know, what is it like the put something out in the world and it'll happen kind yeah. of thing? I would love a series of stories about, like, a horror character, like, Sort of like Slender Man, but not like one that you'd come up with. It's like me as the person that would be creating this would create a evil character, an evil villain of some kind, and then have 15 other people or 10 other people, however many it is, write short stories about that person and like not give them a ton of background, just describe this character and then have them create their own mythology around a specific like horror character. I think that'd be really cool. Like the the through line of the whole thing is every single story has the same bad guy. Interesting. Yeah. Right. And it like the bad guy could win every single time. He you could he could be overcome. But like just something. It's almost like creepy pasta, which is where Slenderman came from. But like a version of it that was an anthology. So putting it out in the world, maybe I'll get motivated to do it. Or maybe someone else will do it, and I'll be like, ah, I wish I would have done that. But it, at least it exists now. So. Um. Are there any other things you think people should talk about or should know about? Did we do all of our social stuff? No, I realized it halfway through that we didn't. But if you want to find us, go to professionalbooknerds.com. You can join our reading group there uh, on Viber, which is great. You can find us on Twitter and Instagram at ProBookNerds. You can email us at professionalbooknerds at overdrive.com. Several people have emailed us. I need to get back to you. I'm sorry. I've been really busy. I promise I will do that. Um that i think that's everything i think so big library read voting is now closed we'll be able to announce the winner very soon very excited about it um read an ebook day is coming up in september oh here's a cool thing um overdrive is going to be doing a reddit ask me anything on read an ebook day on september 18th so uh we'll have more information about it but if you want to join that on reddit if you're a big reddit user you'll easily be able to find us and i'm the one who's doing that so Say hi if you would like. Okay, I think that's everything. That sounds right. All right, cool. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode of the Professional Book Nerds podcast. And go read a YA anthology. They're awesome. Bye. Readers can sample and borrow the titles mentioned in today's episode from Overdrive.com. And our library friends can add these titles to their collections and marketplace. your passion into a business with Shopify and break sales records with the world's best converting checkout. Let's hear that one more time. 
world's best converting checkout. Shopify's legendary checkout makes it easier for customers to shop on your website, across social media, and everywhere in between. Now that's music to your ears. Any way you spin it, you can be a smash hit with Shopify. Start your dollar a month trial today at shopify.com slash records.